previously on Kurt Spurbs Blurbs. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp, boy. Tonight on Kurt Spurbs Blurbs. I'm looking at mine right now, too. I love it. You're looking at yours right now. I'm looking at mine. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Kurt B. Burbson. Kurt B. Burbson. Kurt B. Burbson now. Kurt B. Burbson. Kurt B. Burbson. It's Kurt Spurbs Blurbs time now. It's Kurt Spurbs Blurbs time now. Hello. Here we go. Hey. This is very exciting. I love I love when people reach out or like, hey, I got a buddy who also likes the burps. Why don't you two meet up? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I'm going to get right into it, but I got to do my, um, I'm going to do the intro real quick. So then, and we're going to get right into it. Okay, here we go. Get myself psyched up. And remember what I say, Kurt. What up, what up, what up, neighbors and lunatics? Dr. Kurt Money here, host of Kurt's Burbs Blurbs, the only podcast dedicated to the 1989 Joe Dante masterpiece, The Burbs. Today I'm talking with a new friend, Danny Jordan. Uh, connected to him through friend of the show, DJ Ryder. Had a great chat with this guy. He's a fellow Burbs lover. He gets it. He knows that to Bitbo, the Burbs is the best of all time. He knows to ABB. And we just had a fun time talking about the Burbs, but um, really burying the lead here, or the leads, because can lead be plural? I feel like there's only one lead. Anyway, point is, no sleep. Classic Kurt move. Even more classic. We've got like four bombshells for you today, lunatics. Number one is a bummer. The, the best trivia about the behind the scenes of the Burbs is not true. However... I have a brand new trivia fact about behind the scenes of the Burbs that replaces the previous favorite behind the scenes story. Oh, plus, um, the Kirk Cave is being relocated. Uh, just to give you a little context, here's a little bit of a call I had the other day with Mudo, aka the big bad of KBB. Uh, <laughs> you'll probably still have questions at the end of it, but, um, we're the Kurtz. I'm recommending you for a job at the place that I work. And I have, like, played you up really, really hard. You're the best editor and MoGraph guy that I know. I trust you. The only fucking thing oh, that you cannot oh, say to them you. during an interview is, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm preparing to move in with my mom, so give me a job, okay? You no, can't no, no. tell them that. I'm telling them by choice I'm going to move them with my mom to do a Columbo podcast. And if they want to make me an offer that's tasty, maybe I take a bite. Maybe I take a bite. That's insane, Kurt. Kurt, that is an insane <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I don't think it is. Mommy, okay, I'm, I'm straight up. I'm you cannot. Res- I will find out. If you tell them that you're considering moving in with your mom, I will find I'm out. I'm not, dude. I'm not. I get it, dude. This I guy get is it. all over. I, this guy's every Kurt, listen to me. Kurt, 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 I feel like you're in some manic state right now because you're not, you're not acting the way I would expect you to act in this situation. Just listen to me for a second, all right? <sighs> Externally, your talk about the burbs and the arc light, it doesn't seem like stable delivery guy, okay? That's what I'm saying. Say that yeah. stuff at your own risk. So a lot going on. A lot going on. <laughs> oh, jeez. So maybe that'll give you an idea or tease the details a little bit. But you know what? I kind of get into it later with Danny, so let's just go ahead and go right to the chat. What up, what up, what up, neighbors and lunatics? Dr. Kurt Money here, host of Kurt's Burbs Blurbs, the only podcast dedicated to the 1989 Joe Dante masterpiece, The Burbs. It's one hell of a neighborhood. I am here with guest Danny Jordan. How you doing, bud? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. So talk to me about your Burbs history. I want to know the first time you saw it. Just give me your overall Burbstery with The Burbs as a movie and as the greatest film of all time. Oh. 
<laughs> well, I grew up watching it with my, my, my fam from Oklahoma. But I didn't live in the Burks. We lived in the country. But my family, we all liked it. We all loved it and watched it. Just growing up, that was like a movie that we just liked. And, you know, we didn't know if anybody else really liked it that much, you know. And I moved out here to L.A. I met a group of friends, and they all loved the birds as well. It's like, um, these are going to be my friends for life now. <laughs> and I got a, I have a great L.A. story. This is one of my favorite L.A. stories. So I just moved here, okay. and I was at this bar in, like, Toluca Lake area. And I was talking to this guy. He's like, yeah, and he's talking. He's like, and I, I, I dated Carrie Fisher for 10 years. What? And I, and, yeah, and immediately, without skipping a beat, I go, from the bird? Yes! Awesome! <laughs> Awesome. I, okay. I shot past Star Wars and went to the Burbs, and you could see his face. He, he's like his feet, and he's thinking about it. Like, oh yeah, I guess she was in the Burbs, wasn't she? I was like, hell yeah, she was. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I know you're right. You told me that you have your own copy, right? Were you the one? You have a DVD? Yeah, I have a DVD. Yeah. Do you remember like where and when you bought it? Like I, I'm talking details, dude. This is how crazy I am. I want to know the story behind the purchase of that DVD. Yeah, I don't. I, unfortunately, I don't remember where I got it. I mean, it could have been Best Buy. Um, so, it, hey, good news, it's widescreen. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. Special features, we got production notes, casting, yeah. filmmaker bios, always good. Yeah. Film highlights, theatrical trailer, and web links. Oh, web links. Web links? What? You know what? I don't know Dude, if I've so ever funny. actually checked out the web links. I love, there was a window there where they thought that production notes and, like, cast info was special features. Like, is, is that was something that we should be so thrilled about, right? Yeah, real groundbreaking stuff. They're really getting to the bottom and uh, getting to know these actors. It, it doesn't have the uh, alternate ending on there? Uh, does it have the alternate ending? I've seen the alternate ending, but I think that I might have just watched it on YouTube. So, in the work prints, it's revealed that Ray lost his job. You mean about losing your job? You're giving me some info. This is great. Okay, he lost his job. This is perfect. Keep going. It explains a lot in the movie, but I gotta be honest, I Joe Dante loves it, and he talks in the special features about how the work print, he prefers it, and he says that like fans will tell him that sometimes too, and I just want to go like, no. no, dude, you already made the perfect movie. This is the way it should have been, and that's the way it is, but I like seeing alternate takes and stuff, because it's just, I love the movie so much. I'll take it in any any little bite I can, and I, I love trying to pinpoint when it was or what holiday, because there's really no answer. What about your parents? Well, they're not going to be home until Thursday. But I like, I like that it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you don't know the thing. Um... Ambiguous. There you go. Ambiguous. It's like uh, like how we um, we never saw Norm's wife Vera's face. Right. Or like uh, Columbo's first name. We don't know that. Like I love these mysteries that just exist within the world of the movies and TV and stuff. I think it's pretty sweet. Good, honey. Well, yeah, it's interesting too. I, I'm going to go off on a tangent because that made me think of the man with no name, obviously Clint Eastwood. See, my mule don't like people laughing. It's the crazy idea you're laughing at him. Now, if you apologize, like I know you're going to. I might convince him that you really didn't mean it. And, yeah. you know, the West, the Western, the Sergio Leone trilogy. And that's what's so great about the birds, that, and, and, Joe, and just Joe Dante, is that he's so good at combining genres. Kind of like grave diggers? Maybe. And yeah, the, West, the Western vibe in that movie with the, the horror and the comedy. Oh, the Western vibe is so great. Now everybody's watching us. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I love this movie, and what is it? 
about the burbs that you think grabs us? Because I, when you said that, like, I met people out here who were like, oh, you like the burbs? And you said, oh, well, we're friends for life. It's like shorthand for a person. Like, if they have a firm handshake or not. Well, what do you think that is? Uh, it's anything. If it's like, you know, it's your little world and someone else gets it, then like, oh, well, then I kind of know. I know your humor. And I know that we're probably going to get along. I mean, I, we quote that entire movie. I actually quote, I went to Oklahoma University, so I'm a Sooner as I was watching them play yesterday. And our offense was not playing well. Mm -hmm. The other team's kicker missed two 47-yard field goals in a row. Then I texted my buddy, and I said, I I've never seen that. I I I've never seen someone... <laughs> set up two field goals and then come up short. I, I've never seen that, you know, ah, <laughs> all the time. I've never seen that. I've never seen anybody drive their garbage down to the street and bang the hell out of it with a stick. On. I've never seen that. Well, oh, another good that memory, is so like one time I was texting two different friends. We were quoting the movie to each other and then I quoted to Derek and I quoted to, to Chris. They didn't know they were involved a, a three way, if you will. There are three of them. And not one time did we repeat the same quote. So awesome. I would, I'd give it to them, I'd give it to Chris, and he was, oh, oh that is awesome. Him. See, I wish, I feel like I avoided the burbs because I was such a little whiny baby, and I was scared of that poster. Because I would go to the video store, and I'd go, look, there's Tom Hanks, but he's he looks pretty fucking mean or something. He's like mad yeah. about something right now. He's on the screen, yeah, he's not wearing shoes, I'm not into this. I think I'll watch something else with Tom Hanks. <laughs> so that's what kept me away. So. Yeah, that's so funny. A, I have that poster. I'm looking at it right now. Above yeah, my bed. I'm looking at mine right now, too. I love it. You're looking at yours right now. I'm looking at mine. Yeah. Please don't even compare the two. Like another reason why I love why the Burbs rule so hard is it's like it's shot in one location. In the most part, they shot it in order of the script as much as they could. They had to come back for reshoots and stuff. But it's kind of like a filmed play. Like there's just something encapsulating about where it's perfect from front to start. And you know why? And I feel like... Like we, like the whole tale of the movie we see in that opening shot when we're, when Ray is looking up at the Klopek house, it's like man versus house, and that that's what it's going to be for the rest of the movie. I just love every way it unfolds, and it just uh, I don't know why I started this sentence, but it feels good saying it. I just well, no, I'm I'm glad you did because it, because because you mentioned the play aspect, and it 100 percent feels like a play. And mm. my friends, we've always wanted to put up a play of the birds. Totally. Yeah, and we never got around to it yet, but like, I still want to do that. A soldier's way saves the day. Because it is a play. Andre. And it's like, it can easily be shot and filmed. I mean, well, they're, uh, you know, performed on a play. Beautiful. Like, I found this movie a year ago, right? And my dream was, or is, to do a one-man show based on the movie in my life somehow. The movie spoke to me. I got this awesome tattoo of it, whatever. I'm living the birds' life, loving every minute. But... Part of me is like, dude, why are you doing... Like, I came up with this idea during a pandemic. I don't understand why I decided to make my dream like a live show. I'm so stupid. Like, why would I do that right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> pandemic. Uh, yeah, but like, you had the idea. And, it, you know, so when things do open up, now you can do it. it was, you know, you had to have well, a pandemic. Dude, that is kind of true. It's like, the pandemic has been awful. But I've really connected with this burp stuff. It's one hell of a neighborhood. And it's kind of given me, or given me like a new direction. Or like a new focus in life. And it's been super uh, exciting. But wait a second. Hang on. I was going to say something dope about the burbs right then. Hang on. Rewind. We were just talking about what we were just saying. Um, what were we just saying? We were talking about, uh, I was talking about, like, you know, putting it onto a play version of it. You were talking that's about it. doing a one that's person. It. Yeah. 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 That's it. Okay. So, like, um, the whole bit is, like, uh, is the only clear 
in my mind. But Kurtz Burst blurbs like there's like a lot of Kurtz. So far, so good. And there's 29,589 of them. And that's like the certificate number of the burbs. Like, you know, at the end when it has the number. Big deal. Right. Uh, like I was going to do a one man show starring me and the Kurtz. So it's like, you know, a one man show starring 30,000 people. What does that mean? What's it got to do with the burbs? I mean, these, these are all questions that we'll have answers eventually. But... Mm. 180 i'm doing i'm 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 turning it now i'm going i started getting into 3d modeling dude so now i'm going to learn 3d modeling by making 3d assets of everything in mayfield place we just love it and i want to make like a 3d i want to like redo mayfield place like the model that they shoot at the beginning Uh i want to like re rebuild that uh in like my basement or some shit so that's my new goal is to do that what do you think that sounds that sounds cool right fantastic Dope. Do you have a favorite character in the Burbs? Do you have a favorite moment? Now, I know this can change over time. I think Art is my favorite. Um, we like yeah, to quote, same. you know. What are you guys eating in there? Yeah, same. we like yeah. to quote, you know, uh, you know, Satan is good. Satan is, is our pal. It's playing canasta or something. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> See, once they get getting here, it's over, pal. Yeah. Listen, you got to listen to me. Dude. That's what's so great about the movie is that it's like, it's silly, but it's also, there's so many subtle things. And also, here's the thing. Yeah. I stand by, I stand by this so much. It's one, Tom Hanks, is so incredibly funny in that movie and he's he's playing it so real it's one of the best acting funny performances i it's one of my favorites we're the ones who are throwing garbage in the street i i yeah. him and eddie murphy and beverly hills cop see i'm a businessman you know this is my thing where it's just them acting very well and the way they act and it's acting real and natural but they just happen to be incredibly funny. Dude, I'm getting chills. You saying that? I, I could not agree more. About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. When he, You know, when he eats the sardine. The timing, oh. the way, the timing, yeah. the way, <laughs> and then, boom, grabs it and throws up the top oh. of that. Couldn't, couldn't be better. Packing dust, I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. And then Art, he's like, oh, you know, maybe the guy's just, you know, a little bug, you know, a, a candy bar, a, a credit card. <laughs> No, it's my note. Uh, no, it's my note. <laughs> yeah. Dude, same here. Oh, my God, I love it. Dude, I, I swear, I say all this stuff to myself out loud. Everything you're saying, I'm like, oh, my God, yep, yep, totally. I say that whenever I see a crumpled up piece of paper. See, you know, those things blow around all the time. Oh, my God, that's funny. Oh, tell me that you only call garbage men garbies. Garbage man! <laughs> That's what I do. Garbage! Okay. Uh, uh, there's, not, there's nothing in there. There's not a finger, not a nose. Yeah, uh, what do you, what do you mind? Give me that. Another cool thing that I'm, I'm hoping to do with this one-man show on the side, what I want to focus on is I want to write a book about the production of the Burbs and everything it touches because there's a lot of fascinating history about the Universal lot and about that street specifically. And... Mm. People only know it for stupid, desperate housewives, which I know nothing against the show, but I'm annoyed. I feel like the burbs is being wiped from history and stuff. So I feel like w- involved with the history that I'll have to look into to rebuild the street the way it was in 1988 when they shot the movie. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm going to have to get some real specifics here. So I'm just stoked to get on paper like facts about it and about related to the burbs, not about Munsters, not about Wisteria Lane or anything else. 
the Burbs, please. When we, when, when my parents were out here visiting years ago, we did a tour because they had never done it. In fact, neither had I. The Universal tour and a lot. And when we went down that street, and the guy says, "Yeah, Wisteria Lane," and blah blah, and he says, and they also shot the you know the cult classic 1989 uh, Joe Dante hit, uh, The Burbs. I, me, and my both my parents cheered really loud. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. So you have to go down it. Oh yeah, you know, and funny also too. Um, I have a, I have two friends actually. Yeah, you know, we'll grab a golf cart and we'll just go on the lot, just uh, the two of us, <laughs> and we'll go mm-hmm. check out all the different things, and then we'll go down there, and you know, we'll see the Back to the Future set and Jaws, of course, and then yeah, and then we go to the birds, and we just get to walk around the street. God, I love this street. <sighs> You're blowing my mind. I went on that tour in 2006 with my mom. Same thing. Like they were in LA. Let's do the LA stuff. But now. The Burbs being what it is to me now, I'm like, I I can't fucking wait to go back. But the last year, the tour, they didn't go on there. It was shut off because it depends on productions and stuff. Oh, right. But I was, sucks. My my friend worked for a company that was an editor on Universal. And so she got to do what you got to do, where you go walk around and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you would like just kick it. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's so awesome it's a dream i mean could you even tell dude i'm i'm watching vimeo footage of colonial street which is what universal calls that street we are turning down colonial street which has been home to more stars than beverly hills and i'm trying to match it up to where that happens in the burbs yeah it, it's very hard he took the house from them from what i can tell and what i've heard is that like that's not a cul-de-sac walter's house is not really at the end of a cul-de-sac right and i'm thinking this makes sense because I'm watching the movie going, boy, this is the smallest cul-de-sac I've ever seen because it's just like a cramped section. And then you think like, and dude, what is in that opening shot when we see that whole street? There is a fucking lawn care uh, tank that's blocking uh-huh. it um, from where like where you would be able to tell whether or not they were blocking a, a street entrance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I just think that's cool. Walter's dog just took a dump on Rumsfeld's lawn again. What a great opening, too. You get to see all the characters. Yeah. Rumsfeld exactly. comes out. He's, you know, yeah. we went to a viewing of the Burbs a few years ago, and I dressed up as race. I got the robe and the spatula, and uh, my buddy went as, as uh, Rumsfeld, and then Art, and then uh, Ricky Ricky Butler. You gotta come down here today. It's gonna be live. <laughs> we show up to the the movie theater, and it was just it was just basically for kids. Rudy is a moron, and Diane smells. It was like the parents <laughs> and their kids, and we show up in the cosplay. I was like, ah, oh, God. Wait, was this at the New Bev? Yeah, and we put yeah, and then my buddy he put it there, a little trailer of us walking down the street and he put that song uh I love it so much dude I love it uh uh keep it together what's that uh sorry you just got distracted uh oh, no, no, yeah rums Rumsfeld keep it together 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 do you know the story about how Corey Feldman brought Michael Jackson's Bubbles to set. They talk about it on the bonus features. They say Corey Feldman would bring Bubbles and he shit all over his trailer, so Joe Dante had to ban him from the set. Now, that sounds like a crazy-ass story that there's no way that's true, right? Right. And they're discussing it, and Joe Dante's discussing it. So I'm like, well, it's got to be true. Bubbles would stay with Corey in his trailer. And the only problem was that Bubbles was not big on hygiene. But I'm sitting there in the back of my mind going, Corey Feldman's in the same special feature. Why wouldn't they ask him about this? Oh, like, right. why? And so I'm racking my brain trying to figure this out. And then like an idiot, I don't know why, I finally just Googled it recently. For the last year, I've been talking about how that's the most, that's like the craziest trivia fact ever that people don't know. Bubbles banned from Burb set. Tonight at 11.
And then I find out, dude, no, it wasn't. It was, you know, his buddy, Nikki Cat, that he called to come over because it's going to be live. I you guys You know, when he says, or this is my buddy, Steve Kuntz. This is Steve Kuntz. Right? Hey, dude. That, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that dude is, so that, that's an actor named Nikki Cat, and he brought a pet spider monkey to set one day. And I was like, oh my God, I love monkeys. I would love to have my own monkey. Mm-hmm. I want a monkey. And he was like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. They're a pain in the ass. <laughs> I just, I'm I, what, I'm irritated because it, he probably sent that in the interview for the special features. Like, no, he's mistaken. This is Joe Dante's special. It's, this is a Joe Dante special? Yes. It was actually Nikki Cat's spider monkey. I get why they would leave it. It's it's way more flashy if it's Bubbles and Michael Jackson and whatnot. But they must have not put his stuff in there because he probably, you know, debunked it. And I just... uh I, uh, I'm yeah. the only person irritated by this, but I just feel like it's not true. But it's out there, people thinking. What's up with that? Man, you gotta get to the bottom of it. You gotta crack that case well, wide open. Okay, you say that, and I know we're having fun, but I'm gonna tell you a fact about the birds right now that nobody knows, and it's legit, and it's gonna blow your mind. You ready? Yeah. Do you remember in the Clopec basement, there is a shot of a uh, rosebud? Oh, really? You know, the sled from. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know that. So this is the thing. It's on the wall when they're running up the stairs to go tell everybody that they found a crypt or whatever. But it's not when they go down the stairs. So I think it was part of the reshoots that they did. But here's the craziest thing about it. And this was not mentioned. This would be the first thing out of my mouth if I worked on this movie was this this trivia fact that it's not just Rosebud the Sled from Citizen Kane. It's the only, it's the fucking sled from Citizen Kane. Joe Dante called his bud Spielberg, who bought it at auction in 1982. The greatest memento I possess is the actual sled from Rosebud. Orson Welles had four sleds. One was the Rosewood one or whatever in the beginning that's solid. And then he made he made three of them made out of balsa wood to burn. They did one take, they burned it. They did a second take, they burned it, and, and Orson Welles said, ah, you know what, that's that's it, we got it. So that means there's one sled left. Welles was happy with the second sled they burned, <laughs> and so the th- third sled was not needed, and that was put in storage. And I purchased the sled at a Sotheby's auction in the mid-80s. Spielberg bought it, and that's what's in the movie! That's amazing. Wow, that, that is a good tidbit right there. Because now it exists in the movie forever. Because he knew Spielberg, he was like, hey, bring that sled over. Like, I just think that's so cool. How about that's that? Cool. I mean, it's... <laughs> Dude, and, and I, 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 uh, but, so a friend of mine is working with like a crew member that was on the burbs and so she made the mistake of saying if you have any questions for him let me know <laughs> i wrote back a number of very specific questions about shoot dates and reshoots and who was the dp Max. like i want to know specifically what was part of the reshoot so because that means that if that was part of the reshoot that means they reshot that scene i tell me more because like I want to know what that set looked like. I want to know where that hole was. I want to know what stage they were on. Like, I want to know fucking everything. You know? Right. Because, I mean, they didn't shoot that in the Clopac house. No. Right? Yeah, no, I, I'm actually, I'm watching the, uh, I'm just trying to find that clip. <laughs> I want to see you that see shot. Uh, but the way, oh man, just, it just reminds me, the way that Ray slides down the stairs after Dude. he's been blown up. Yes. I yes. Used to do, I still do that to this day, but I used to do that all the time in high school. Like when, uh, when we were coming down the stairs, you know, in between class, you know, the class is over. So you go, you know, and I would just slide down the stairs like right there. 
I love it. Something is moving in there. Dude, that uh, is. They worked on. They worked on that for a lot. Like uh, Tom Hanks and Joe Dante worked on that. And I just think like, and because it's so cartoonish and stuff, and like they wanted to get it just right. And it's those things that you hear about where somebody could go like, "Why would you waste time thinking about that?" But it's like this is why. Because in 35 years, people are going to be talking about it because it's a goddamn genius move. I mean, it, like it's the perfect capper of him walking out of the cloak packs. He's all smoky. Looks like fucking he just got blown up, like Acme style. And to see him slide down those two steps, it's just like, ah. Oh. And the way and the way his fingers just tap the uh, yes. The, the, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. You're little, you're saying everything that I agree with, so keep saying it. Yeah. I don't know what to say. What do you want me to move? The actor that played Art. What's his last name? Yeah. Rick uh, Dukeman. How you pronounce Dukeman. that? Dukeman? Yeah, Dukeman. Yeah, he, he passed away you know, a few years ago, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I wonder what happened. Like, he said I, I, he was like an acting teacher for a bit. You know, he didn't have a huge career. You're not invited. And I don't know if you know any information, any more tidbits about him. Cause he, he's so great in this. And, you know, he, uh, the only thing else I can, uh, you know, he's in, um, he has a great little cameo in Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, there's puke and guts. But I wonder about that. And it wasn't that lightweight stuff either. It was that chunky industrial weight puke. Hey, you want to bite? And you're right, though. Like, every single time he has, like, one little scene, there, he has uh, one or two scenes in Groundhog Day as well. And he steals yeah. it because yeah. there's just, there's something magnetic about him. And yeah. Joe Dante talked about this, how there were much bigger names that people wanted him to cast for this. So John Candy, that makes sense. Um, but why, why yeah. did he say that he chose Rick? Well, he's just said that there was something about him where he was the role, and he felt there was a relationship between Art and Ray that existed in real life between Tom and Rick Dukeman because Rick got under Tom's skin a little bit. So they, they kind of like butted heads, which I, I think is pretty interesting. You know? Yeah, and if John Candy or Rick Moranis, that pull, especially John Candy, that would have pull, it pulls attention. Um, and those two are now kind of competing against each other. Yeah. You know, I'd rather two broken glass. I love when like one actor has like one line that he or she just destroys it. And yeah. it's like in the Spaceballs when you have the combing the desert scene. Yeah. And you got the guys yeah. out there. Sir, do you think we're being too liberal? No, you fool. We're following orders. We were told to comb the desert, so we're combing it. And they go on the file anything yet? Not yet, sir. Yeah. How about you guys? Nope. What about you guys? And he, the one, he has one line, and he just says, We ain't found shit! It's one of the most quotable <laughs> things in the entire movie. He has one line, and he fucking nails it. He destroys oh. it so well that it's like you always quote that line. And I love totally. little things like that. And like like with Rick and Hunt for Red October. You don't play flying, huh? It's like he has that one thing, and it's so great. Oh, this is nothing! Every single thing he says in The Burbs is funny. And I just, the more you hear it, the funnier it is. Like, dude, the amount of times that I say, was it going to be a big week for The Bachelor Kid? Uh huh. He's talking about how his wife's going to be gone and stuff. It's just like little stuff like that. It, I just, I hear it and it's like poetry. And it's just, it's so special and it's so cool that Joe Dante didn't bow to pressure and say, fine, let's get John Candy. All of a sudden it's a two-hander or whatever. Now we got to go to Art's house. Great. It's not a Tom Hanks movie, whatever. Like, I just love that he was like, no, it's this guy. And he is per he's so perfect 
for. And he's a good actor. And like they all do, they're all playing it very real. I know, again, they're silly moments and this, and it's a silly thing, but like they're all playing it very real. Don't start with me, Carol. And that's why yeah. it also plays. And that's why I thought, that's why it wasn't really a hit too, because it wasn't big, it wasn't showy, it's subtle. And all these little right. subtle things are what's funny about the whole movie. He's real. You immediately identify him. He's not like a John Candy who's a little bit bigger than life, right? And right. you kind of identify with this guy. And he's kind of annoying, but he's like, his voice is funny, and he's just so goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Dude, and this speaks to the, re the real thing you're saying, is I feel like you put John Candy in that role no matter what, you want him to come over and bug you because he's John Keaton. Uh -huh. And I feel like uh -huh. that defeats the purpose of this role. Like, Carol can't fucking stand this guy because he comes over and eats all her food. But when he goes out to put on his vacation togs and, the, and then he's just sitting there eating and smiling at her, and she's just like, yeah, go ahead. You know, like, nobody wants art around. That's the role, but he's lovable for it. Like, I just, like, I wouldn't want art to be my neighbor or like whatever it's just like in this movie he is the perfect thing he's the best thing about it and i think he's what makes it sing and it's because everybody assumes that i'm like a diehard tom hanks fan or like oh you must love this or this i love tom hanks there's no doubt about that that's not what brought me to the burbs what brought me to the burbs was joe dante and then what made me stick around was rick Dukeman and like the stuff he's doing in the burbs. I think we should move. So anytime people are like, especially around Thanksgiving, would be like, oh, it's, it's T. Hanksgiving, yay, Tom Hanks. And I, there's something about it where I just get a bug in my crawl. We're like, well, yeah, but okay, but let's also remember who else is in the movie, okay? It's not just a Tom Hanks movie, thank you. <laughs> Bruce Dern. He's great. Really. Smells like they're cooking a goddamn cat over there. He's so good. Yeah. Get up and paint your goddamn house. I am super jealous of you and your buds text and burb stuff so now that you gave me your digits dude if you get a, a text that has some wild line from the burbs you're gonna be like oh yeah i know this yeah guy. man it's funny because my mom will jump on it because like we did something where somebody posted something from facebook and my mom she jumped on it too because she saw that we were going back and forth and she quote red rover red rover let art go on over yeah <laughs> that's, that's great jumped <laughs> and my friends are like, oh, my God, your mom got in on it. That's the best. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Awesome. So she Dude, got that, two I, points for that. Hell yeah. So, like, I'm doing a I'm doing a huge life switch where I'm uh, I'm moving to North Carolina in like a month. Okay. Because I got a, a buddy may have gotten me a job editing there. Allegedly. But it's going to be a new switch for me because like I'm, I'm out here to write for television and stuff but i've kind of come to terms with like the job i wanted doesn't exist anymore especially not in the pandemic that's a that's a right. thousand percent the fact and it, like my like this my skill set that i get paid for is editing i can do that anywhere you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i'm gonna do, go through there but i'm gonna do it like i've lived in la for like 13 years now dude i'm gonna get like a i want to rent like a house dude i'm gonna have a yard i'm gonna have air conditioning i'm gonna have carpet i'm gonna have a driveway dude i'm gonna be living the burbs experience that's right hey, hey who knows maybe you uh maybe you're, you'll you know know you'll find out that your neighbor is a mass murdering uh psychopath <laughs> and you can save yeah, the day dude i i've been i feel like i'm gonna be the clopec family to a lot to whoever lives around me and i say bring it bring yeah. it no but dude listen to you, it has been a fucking blast talking to you right now i hope that you had fun discussing the burbs because it's so dope right always always always, always. down to always down to talk and quote the birth and you guys you had learned some little tidbits too some good stuff in there that i learned so i appreciate that man. absolutely well, right on yeah. i love hearing that and i and i want you to know that anytime you hear 
a tidbit or a fun story that's somehow semi-related to the Burbs or that street or mm-hmm. that production or whatever, dude, let me know. Because I'm telling you, dude, this yeah. book's going to happen. All right, so I need facts. So well, if you, you do, if fun I, stuff. I, I want to be one of the first people uh, to read it. Hell yeah. Well, dude, you're going to be you're gonna be quoted in it now. I was going to be a quote. I can give my Carrie Fisher. <laughs> yeah. Carrie Fisher. There you go. <laughs> Still dude, one that's of the my pull quote. That's the poll quote for the back of the book. There you go. Yeah. All right. Another quality burbs sesh in the books. A plus, 10 out of 10. It's great talking to Danny, my new friend, who I'm going to be texting Burbs quotes all the time. No big deal. Uh, what's going on next week? I don't know. <laughs> I got to, I mean, look, you know what? I'm not even going to promise anything. I don't I don't know what's in store for me in the next three weeks because I've got a shit ton that I have to do before I can leave. But um, yeah, I don't know. Starting a new chapter. New chapter with a lot of question marks. But there's one thing that I don't have any question about, and that's if I should always be Burbson. Because I know for a fact that I should always be Burpsy. Go, Come out of here. Have a nice weekend. <laughs>